Welcome back, everybody. It is Sunday. Hope that you are driving home from church or you're listening to this. Um, man, hope that our podcasts have been giving you good content, good things to chew on and think about. Uh, before we start, please, we're asking that you would hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Go ahead and share this with a friend. Ask them to listen to it and then maybe talk um, to them about it and y'all can game plan. I'm excited about this um, about this episode because we've been doing a lot of communicating about, okay, how do we disciple? How do we pour in? How do we invest into our disciples, which obviously is the point of the podcast, but we're doing a little bit of a shift or a turn and talking through how are we as the disciple makers supposed to be um, discipled by Jesus? Because if we're being honest, it can be really easy to start discipling somebody or multiple people and think, even subconsciously, I'm good, I've made it, man, I'm all about pouring out now and really miss what God is maybe wanting to do in our lives. Yeah. So, and sometimes not even for the sake of the person we're discipling, but just for us. In general, what are you? What do yeah. you think, Nathan? Yeah. I'm excited. Let me to let talk me ask you a question. It. Okay, ready for a question? Yes. Okay, I got an apple seed. Okay, I love. Okay, I, I, I plant Apples my cool. apple seed. Okay. What type of tree am I gonna get? An apple. But why? Tree. Why aren't I gonna get an orange tree? Because uh, you can only produce what has been planted and yeah, watered. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. Dude, if you are not letting Jesus disciple you then why do you ever think that you're going to make a disciple that looks like Jesus? Boom. Bro, you don't, you don't want, I don't want to make a disciple of me. Yeah. Like I don't want someone That's that good. looks like me. Right. Yeah. Cause Paul, you go ahead. So Sorry. we, we want, we like the, the most important thing to, for you discipling well is the fact that Jesus disciples you. Yes. Because even so if you do all of the processes and all of the strategies and everything right by the book and you make a great disciple, if it's not if it's a disciple of you and not a disciple of Jesus, then you've done the whole thing wrong. Yeah, that's like and I think man, we've come, we're coming for people's throats today right? already. Let's go. We're going for their stepping on their toes, but I hope that this kind of can challenge and maybe uh, potentially lovingly convict somebody that maybe, and maybe not on purpose, but maybe you have put all of your efforts into discipling this person and all of your efforts into pouring out. And that's, that's a good heart, you know, or, um, and, and you had good intentions, but Nathan is so right. Um, we are not here. Should we, and we should never try to make disciples of ourselves. What did Paul say? Follow me. But as I follow Christ, yeah. uh, Paul understood, um, he didn't want to make another Paul because Paul was broken. Paul was empty. Paul didn't have anything besides um, what God had made him into be. Yeah. And I think sometimes when we do this thing long enough and by thing, I mean like do church ministry, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. When we do it long enough, if we start to think that like, like I'm just having success because I'm good at this mm. and we start to think that like we're 
good or bad at ministry when all along it's been Jesus working through us and we start to do things by our own power without relying on Christ. And we, we, um, we always talk about bearing fruit. We always talk about multiplying ourselves. We always talk about, we want to make disciples that make disciples. I love that you did the apple tree analogy. uh, John 15, I'm going to read it really quick. Um, Jesus, um, man, he's talking to his disciples in this chapter because I think he's obviously, he knows what's going to be coming in the next, you know, future, whether that was months or a year, however long it is from John 15 to when he ascended, but he's prepping them for something. He says, I am the vine. You are the branches. This is John 15 verses five through eight. If you want to look it up or highlight it or whatever, if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. And this is what you're saying, Nathan, apart from me, you can do nothing. Now we we can do a lot of things, but we can't do anything that will actually bear fruit apart from him. Yeah. Um, if you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers, aka what is the point? Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. Um, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Yeah. Okay. I think this is a verse, not just about salvation, but about discipleship of if we're going to make disciples, we have to be a disciple. And the way that Jesus points it out here, we can only be disciples by remaining in him. Yeah. And um, I think we have two goals of this podcast that we talked about of um, hopefully encouraging and challenging people that are making disciples. First, just because you are now making a disciple, that does not mean that you can't be mentored, you can't be discipled, and that you are done growing in the Lord. And I think most people would be like, well, duh. But so many times we equate ministry success or even spiritual growth with us discipling somebody else. And that can get us into trouble. Yeah. And I think that so often, like even, even like head pastors who have done so much in, in their ministry can easily overlook the, the simple, effectiveness of just sitting with Jesus every day and being honest and real about your life and what's going on and letting Jesus speak into that. Yeah. So I I just think that, man, we, if we're going to be the best disciple makers we can, then we're going to go into how do we do this? What does this look like practically? Yeah. Um, But if we're going to be the best disciple makers we have, we have to abide in him. I, I, I picture John, the beloved, like reclining on Jesus, kind of a weird picture, but like he knew what it meant to abide, to recline, to, to be with Jesus. And I just want to say to whoever's listening to this and man, if you're in that spot, if you're in that place, you got to go back and start letting Jesus speak into you, start letting Jesus disciple you and start focusing on what he wants to do in your life and understand that um, he wants to do things in your life, not just so that you can give it to your disciple, Mm -hmm. but he wants to do things in your life um, 
for you. Yeah. Because he wants you to continue to be made into the likeness of Christ. Go yeah. from glory to glory. Yeah, and I know this podcast isn't necessarily about like, how do you have a devotional time? But one thing I will say is two quick things about abiding and like John 15, ab- abiding in Jesus. I think the first thing like you're mentioning is having a specific designated set apart time during your day that's devoted to setting your mind on, on Christ, either through the word, through worship, through prayer. And one thing I like to think that's helpful about this is almost like a, a tithe of your time. Yes. So like if your day is 24 hours, 10% of your day is what like 2.4 hours. 2.4 let's, let's take off. How much off. time do we really spend that much time or even two, for real. Or even two hours? Let's, let's take off eight hours for sleeping, even though you, I know you don't sleep eight hours. You're, you're looking at like what, 16 hours left in your day. Okay. Even if you took off some time for like eating and, and whatever, let's say you devoted an hour a day to tithing that to Jesus. Dude, that would be like radically transformative to yes. your day. Yes. So that thing that that's part one. Part two is trying to integrate, um, the presence of Christ into every aspect of your day. One thing I've heard, a, a way I've heard it is like someone cut, cuts you off on the the highway and instead of getting angry and frustrated in that moment you direct that to jesus and you pray for that person i know it sounds like or thank god thank god that you have a car yeah or whatever i know it sounds like almost silly but it's really just like letting jesus be the constant presence of discipling you and transforming you into christ likeness yeah i think our heart is uh, obviously we want to help disciple makers make more disciples that make disciples but we have to i guess address i don't want to call it problem but this thing this issue whatever that is so i mean i've been there so i know that it's a real thing i know that it's not and we cannot pour out and here's the truth the more we abide like what you're saying nathan the better it is for our disciple yeah so if you don't have any other reason to like start it uh, I think God will give you reasons as you start it. Like, man, this is so refreshing. Man, this is so awesome. Man, God's speaking to me. But if you have no other reason to start it, it will be better for your disciple because yeah. then you're not pouring out from an empty tank. And guess what? Oh, I love what Nathan said. Eventually, when we have no Christ to pour out because we're not abiding in him, we're giving him us. Yeah. And we are broken. We are nothing. We are yeah. but dust. We, we have faults and flaws and all of these things that can actually hurt our disciple if we are not pouring Christ into them and we're just pouring ourselves because we are so empty of yeah. him. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So this is so, important. Now, if we get try to get to this point of, yeah. okay, I get that it's important. Now, how do I let Jesus disciple me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one, one way that's helpful to approach this and to think about it is what are the things that you would go to a mentor about? Or if someone's discipling you, what are some things that you would talk to them about? For me, I mean, maybe it's not necessarily like a mentor, um, but maybe you have a person similar to this in your life. But for me, the person that I bring all of my, my problems and my, my junk to is my wife. Today, this morning, I tried to bring our car by the, the, uh, like a, tire place get the wheels aligned 
fix the suspension. And essentially, I paid $100 and they barely fixed anything. And they gave me a, a piece of paper that says, you have to pay like $900 more for us to actually fix the issue. I was frustrated, man. Um, the first person that I call is my wife. Mm. I want to vent to her and I want to get some direction about what do I do in this situation. And I think the, the problem for me in that moment is that I'm almost looking for my wife to fill this place of that Jesus should be filling, mm. you know? Yeah. I mean, it's great that my wife is there for me in that moment, but I think Jesus should be the first person that I'm going to with the difficulty and the problems of my yeah. life and allowing him to shape both of what I do <laughs> and my feelings of in that moment. Yeah. I think that's so good. Many times we go to podcasts first. Yeah. We go to people first and good people yeah. and good podcasts. We go to whatever, but we have to start um, going to Jesus first and I think that's one of the biggest ways that we're discipled by him is, are you going to him first or is he your second, third, fourth, fifth option when everything else really doesn't give you a solution? Yeah. Um, for me, another way that we abide or be discipled by Jesus is we have to have moments where we are not doing ministry. Yeah. Um, I think that's big. And I'm learning this actually currently right now I've been learning it for probably about one to two years maybe a year and a half and uh, truly we can start um, thinking that our um, ministry to Jesus not just taking the place of our relationship with him but will uh, means that we are growing spiritually yeah and that's just not the case yeah so in order for us to say, man, I'm actually being discipled by Jesus. We have to spend time with him and be with him and hear from him while not doing ministry, while not preparing for a sermon, while not praying for a kid, while not taking a phone call, while not going even to a football game. All of that's great, good, awesome. We need that. That is what discipleship is. But there has to be moments, not just yearly, not just monthly, but I would say weekly, where we are not doing ministry uh, or yeah. And where our time with Jesus is not involving ministry. It's yeah. just involving Jesus and, uh, and maybe daily that comes back to the, to the daily pattern, but daily of I'm spending time with Jesus, not to get a sermon, not to get a word, not to whatever, um, yeah. but to be with Jesus um, for me. And I think that is one way we're like, okay, Jesus is discipling me. Yeah, it's, it's almost counterintuitive, but that's actually what's going to be best for the people in your ministry Yeah, is that you have intentional time where you step outside of that and let Jesus minister to you. Yes. You know, like if you're, if you're a pastor of a church, like it actually could be best for your congregation that you take a Sunday and you're not the one preaching yeah. that you're not the one leading worship that, that Sunday, or maybe you even take like a whole month and do like a, a sabbatical or something yeah. to where you have a designated space that, that Christ is discipling and administering to you rather than you just constantly pouring out. Yeah, for sure. So I think that, man, those two things, I don't even know if you have a third one or anything like that, Nathan. Um, but I'm just, I think, 
um, those two things, if we can understand, like, and like you said, this isn't really about like, how do I have a daily devotion time? How do I read my Bible? How do I pray? Like, we're really not getting into that. Um, nor I don't, you know, I don't know if we need to, if we do message us and then maybe we can, we can help with that. But all I'm saying is like, I think that we have to continue to be filled so that we can pour out. Um, and what that looks like is, man, who are you going to first? And, um, is your time with him only when you're trying to do something in ministry or for that disciple or whatever it is. I don't yeah, know if you have I've, I've gotten to the point recently where like, no matter what I do in my day, if I feel like I was a failure at everything else, like I had a bad workout, I wasn't able to accomplish the stuff on my to-do list at work. Yeah. Um, I like had heard bad news from something, but I spent intentional time with Jesus then my day was a success wow. and I had to let myself get to that point. Cause I was just feeling like terrible about every, like about a lot of my days recently, like, Oh, I'm not being successful. I'm not being productive. And I really had to get to the point of, you know what? The most important thing in my day is abiding in Jesus. And that is what will produce fruit everywhere yes. else. Yes. I think, um, we put too much, uh, uh, credit, I guess, like value, on ourselves and not enough value on what Jesus can do through us and those encounters and, and what he can give to us so that we can give it to others. Yeah. And, um, so man, I just, I just want to encourage one last time, uh, make this a priority. If you're mm-hmm. listening, um, be deci- keep being discipled by Jesus keep reading his word, keep going to him in prayer, keep seeking his face, keep worshiping him personally and take, um, time away from the actual ministry, from the actual discipling so that you can be discipled so that you can be more effective as you make the disciples that you're making. Yeah. I, the last thing I'll say is this is probably one of the simplest things that we'll say, but it's probably one of the most difficult and one of the most impactful things. Yeah. Um, and something just came to my mind, if I can, uh, discipleship's for the long haul. Yeah. And uh, me and you have had conversations about burnout and all of these things. I think this is one of the ways we ensure of not getting burnt out of discipleship. Yeah, I agree. We hear a lot of times, oh, man, I just, I'm so tired, I'm so exhausted. And what usually goes? discipleship because discipleship's hard when we've talked about that in previous podcasts it's hard it's difficult it's frustrating but if we can have that time man it really allows us to um to be in this for the long haul so just understand that it is simple i know we haven't i maybe feels we haven't said a lot or whatever but man it's it's simple yet it's difficult but it will be it will allow you to be more impactful yeah that's great so I hope you enjoyed that. I hope that it challenges you. Go spend time with Jesus like right now, if you haven't yet. Yeah. Um, wherever or whenever you're listening to this, um, man, we hope that you um, continue to grow, continue to be disciples so that, man, your students or your people um, are able to do that as well. Um, yeah. If you're still listening and you got an extra five minutes and you want to hear us play a fun game. Yes. Please stay then. on. Uh, you are driving home or maybe you're in your driveway and you're about to get out of your car. Hold on just for a second. You're going to really enjoy this. You can play along with us. And this is the game. 
It's called Psalm or Song. And Nathan and I have picked, um, we each have picked five different things. Some of them are psalms, some of them are songs. And we're going to read them to each other. These are literally from the Bible or from song lyrics. And uh, we're going to guess whether or not the one that we just was, was read to us, a psalm or a song. So play along with us. And uh, this is going to be fun. Do you okay. want me to start or you? Mm, I'll start. You ready? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the crashes are, are heaven for a sinner like me. But the arms of the ocean deliver me. <laughs> I'm gonna say a psalm. No. Oh, it's a song. It's who's- a song. I don't. I don't. I don't know a lot of these artists. Um, but this is Florence and the Machine. I have no and idea. And the, the song is called "Never Let Me Go." Okay. Yep. All right. You ready? Yep. How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? Dude, that's definitely a psalm. It is. Ding, yep. ding, ding. Good job. Thank you. Good job. Okay. Um, all right. I ground them as fine dust in the wind. I swept them into the gutter like dirt. <laughs> I, I'm going to say a psalm. Yeah, uh, okay. it is a song. It <laughs> because, is a song. Gosh, it, yeah, a song saying that is like thinking Marilyn Manson or something <laughs> like that. Good okay, job. you ready? Yeah. Take me. Uh, no, no, no. I don't want that one yet. Um, look at the stars. Look how they shine for you. That's it. Oh, that's a song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a song? Song, yeah. Yeah, how did you know yeah, that? I just heard that song before. Who sang it? Look at this. I don't know. I can't sing it. I have Coldplay. No idea. Oh, Coldplay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I used you're to listen to Coldplay for, in You're high two school. for two. Okay. okay. You, I mean, you're one for one. Ready? Oh, wait, no. no did I'm, I give you two? I'm one for two, bro. Oh, you're one for two. Okay. Here's the next one. I was thrust into your arms at my birth. You have been my God from the moment I was born. I feel like this is a trick one. Psalm. It is a psalm. Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, um, you fill my life with laughter and somehow you make it better and ease my troubles. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm going to go song. Song? Song. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Rod Stewart, bro. I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. All right. But. Here's a good one. Wise men say only fools rush in. <laughs> But I can't help falling in love with you. No, that is a song. What song is that? I know that song. Oh, that's um, by Elvis. Can't help falling in love. Oh, okay, okay. I got one. I got one. Um, take me to your heart, for it's there that I belong. That's a good one. I'm going to say Psalm. Song, oh, Elvis. Okay, Elvis. Um, was that your? Was that five? That was four for me. I got one and more. Four for me, right? Yeah, you're. I've See, missed. I got a couple. Have now. I missed two? You've missed one now. I got a couple. I'm trying to decide which one to you, go. You got with. one more, and I got one more. Um, hmm. Let's do this one. And in the end, the love you take is equal to the love you make. <laughs> That's a song. Tell me it is. Yeah, it's a song. Okay, that was a song. I feel. 
I wish I would have spent like a long time fighting some good oh, psalms. Yeah. All right, you ready? Yeah. Because your love is better than life. That's a good one too. I know. I'm gonna go song. Psalm. Ooh. Ooh. Tables have turned and you made a comeback. Oh. Good job. How did you do? DM us on at Disciple Me Now. Um, hope that you have had an amazingly fun time today with us on that last segment. And I hope that you really are challenged and hopefully encouraged to spend some time with Jesus and let him be the one that disciples you so that we are not making copies of ourselves but we are making copies of Jesus. We're honored that you are listening or watching and uh, sharing this. Please make sure you share it. Please like it and please subscribe to it. We will see you next Sunday at 1 p.m. We can't wait. Thanks, guys. I like that one a lot. Yeah, that's good.